Scene. A painting studio. Bob Ross stands in front of a blank canvas that doesn't know how lucky it is. Bob smiles. His teeth aren't hiding today. Today we'll paint a mountain that owes us nothing. Bob picks up his painting weapons. I will be using three colors. Baby blue, hot pink, and hot baby. <laughs> Bob mixes the colors together. They will never be alone again. It doesn't matter what they want. Painting was invented by a tiny bird that wanted to be rich. Okay, let's meet Mr. Mountain. Bob paints a mountain, the one from nature. It's not all about you, Mountain. Bob paints a cloud. I went to school with that cloud. Bob paints a forest. These trees are up to something, but I won't tell the police. Now, what more does this painting need? Bob stares into the camera. Paint leaks out of him. That's right, it needs you. Bob paints you on the top of the mountain. You are at peace. If you need help, ask the cloud. The cloud won't help you. That is over 1,000 hours of Bob Ross videos uh, that a bot was forced to watch. That's the first page of the bot script. Oh, oh wow. That's a bot. Yeah. Okay. That's oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. My God. Bots writing really, really weird art is going to be the future of uh, the next like 20 years of uh, media content. It's probably all going to be generated by AI. Which is horrible because right now it's really, there's, it's such a great time to get an art degree as opposed to <laughs> at really any point prior to digital like art and content being really, really valuable as labor. But as that shit gets automated, yeah, like the art majors finally have their time and it's just going to be ripped from them. My favorite Bob Ross fact is that he was a drill sergeant in the Air, Air Force, I think. Yeah, and uh, uh, I just I just love imagining getting chewed out by Bob Ross <laughs> to like make your bed. That seems so weird. Yeah. Do you think it is a psychological break? Like what 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 would cause somebody to yeah he be said a, like an, enough of a like pro military hard ass like that you want to be a drill sergeant and then go to being Bob Ross? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do remember him saying something like, "I, I, he never enjoyed yelling at people, huh. and he was happy when he was out of it or something." That's something so sweet. like that. Yeah. All right, should we get started? I like yeah, when he, sure. he washes his brushes and he's like, you "Just gotta beat the devil out." Of <laughs> yeah, you gotta beat the. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and like it's clear that like everyone behind the camera is getting sprayed, and he like laughs at them. <laughs> I love that. I like. I think one of the greatest lessons from Bob Ross is when he takes care of these little animals, and yeah. then but he he always says, "But you can't keep them; they need to be free." And then he lets them go because he loves them. Yeah, we could all learn a lot. Yeah, like from it, that. Dow, it, Bob. Him, him like a uh, uh, bottle feeding a squirrel. I saw some video. <laughs> yeah, it was really adorable. <laughs> um, there's a room upstairs in this house actually that uh, is entirely. Uh, muraled with trees like a, mm -hmm. a big landscape i call it the bob ross room uh it has sort of a sad backstory though it was uh, a project of a i believe a grieving widow or like the sister of a grieving widow that uh had a child with someone who died in the military they were like a soldier or something and they they died in iraq or something like that and the um the, the partner or uh, the sister of the partner did that room to be the nursery for the child 
Oh, geez. Damn. Yeah. That's fucking sad, dude. Yeah, it's sad, but, <laughs> but like, it's really beautiful. It's just, you know, the entire walls are just all these little trees and, like, yeah. you know, skyscape and stuff. But there was something that you were talking about earlier about the AI-generated poetry and stuff. Yeah. Have you guys seen any of the videos that are on YouTube that are, like, targeted for children? And it, it looks... And probably is the case that like a human wasn't involved in their production yeah. at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like Spider-Man and like a Disney character from Frozen, uh, Elsa or whatever. And they're like doing like holding hands and like spinning around and then getting it gets inverted and then just changes scenes and like moves over. Yeah, and then over. they're like kicking each other in the head. And, yeah. Yeah, and like doing really weird things. Yeah, I saw one that was like Peppa Pig constantly asking you if you want to drink bleach. There's like some really, it gets really dark. Uh, but I think those was, aren't I, generated. Those are produced, right, by human beings. No, well, so there, no, there is a lot of like automated generation based on like what people are clicking that they'll just like remake new ones. Sam Biddle had something a while ago about or he wrote yeah. he wrote about this weird hole because it's dangerous because parents will put their kids in front of a, an iPad with it auto playing these kinds of videos and it will eventually go into like Peppa Pig telling you to drink bleach it's like, it's well, there dangerous. are some fucked up things that youtube algorithms expose people to maybe we should talk about that at some point because like there are a couple of really it's a hell of a drug examples of it yeah youtube's a hell of a drug which is very relevant to uh yeah. mr epstein and his oh my god his recent ill fate uh so you know q was right <laughs> q was right <laughs> There's a a, a a pedophile ring that all the rich people are a part of, and uh, I think QAnon was a psyop, and that shit's true. I think it was a government psyop to discredit actual, you know, people who actually knew about real pedophilia happening. I can't wait till the prequel comes out and P. We'll just like learn about P. Yeah, I, I, I mean, gave rise to Q. <laughs> Rebbies, aren't we already on R? Like, there's also an R. That there is not. Be- no, no, Q went silent, and someone else coming out came out calling themselves R. Oh that happened. That what a bunch of nerds. You could see that on the, the, on the 4th of July parade thing, all, all the chuds out there uh, saying, thank you, Mr. Trump, may I lick your boot, please? There are people wearing Q shirts, and some of them had a Q, like an R inside the Q. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It, eventually, it'll be like, you know, the, the conservative version of the quote unquote alphabet soup right it'll just be like a big concurrent ca- set of characters that are uh, representing like you know instead of gender identities it's like your the <laughs> the kind of conspiracy theory you submit to yeah your different sects of <laughs> sects not sex but sects you know of, uh, of... right i mean it, it, I, I find myself with this whole epstein thing like tr- you know going back and forth between like just being totally shocked into laughter by the absurdity of Alexander Acosta's like response to it, and, like just the general nature of how fucked it's sort of like how if you if you can't laugh you you'll cry. It's kind horrifying. Of it's yes, horrifying. It is. Absolutely it, it, horrifying. But there's so many people who are like so hurt by this man and and these men, and it's like so horrifyingly dark that it happened. It was like all these powerful people are going to be implicated. Hopefully. Who knows how it, how far it'll actually go? It, it, this is it, but it's absolutely horrifying. Well, you know, when he got out of prison in t- prison, which you know, massive air quotes around that because he was on work release like six days a week for twelve hours. Yeah, apparently he could go to his then, office in the middle. Yeah, of the day. and then it's not even like he was held in like general, you know, pop at a prison. He was in 
a room that he had to be in for, you know, club a few fed. hours every week. Like, yeah, he went to, he went to then, club fed. Yeah. 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 But then after he gets out of prison in 2010, he just like kind of slips back into high society very easily. So they didn't take away his money or anything like they like I feel like there should be a progressive tax penalty so here's some for shady being a shit fucking... with with Epstein. So when he was trying to like rehabilitate his reputation after he got, you know, in 2010, he started First of all, he was getting money from sources that are still not very well understood that were being funneled through his charity, through his various charitable works. And he had done a lot of philanthropic work prior to 2008, like in the early aughts. And after he got out of prison, he just started paying a bunch of publicists. He even paid somebody who wrote for, I don't, I think it was maybe the New Yorker, some publication. He basically paid $600 for a piece to brag about his philanthropic works prior to 2008. And he just kind of did this like media voodoo and somehow managed to suddenly, you know, like he was just, he was very reclusive. He didn't go out to a lot of events or anything, but he kind of, he hobnob with, you know, like Katie Couric and um, Stephen Jay Gould, who wrote the mismeasure of man, uh, Stephen Pinker. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of, some of the names are pretty, Pink- I found surprising. Yeah. Pinker is definitely on the, on the, the flight manifest. He's yeah. on there a couple times. Who, wait, who's this Pinker guy? Steve, Stephen Pinker is like a Harvard, uh, if you want to say psychology or something, he, uh, he has a, this, um, these like terrible talks and books about how you should actually be happy liberal because things are statistically getting better. Literacy rates are up, poverty uh, poverty is down, all these different things. And so, therefore, support status quo liberal democracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, I mean, which, that, that, that's often the, 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 the refrain for the really hardcore uh, people who stand capitalism. Is right. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. this is the most effective economic structure for eliminating poverty the world has ever seen. And it's like, okay, you could say that, but... I think it's more to do with like the fossil fuels that we've like utilized like crazy, you know, yeah, we well, found no, all this energy it's in about the relegating poverty to other countries. Well, that's it, what we've done. But, but there, all, there's but a lot also, of that too. But, but I guess the point that they would bring up is even though the other countries that are like their poverty is being relegated to their ability to buy stuff is going up at like a really high rate from basically like a dollar a day to like two dollars a day. So like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that that's sort of their thing. They're like, look, it's this engine for lifting masses and masses of people out of poverty. And the billions of through people exploitation. That, the billions of people that, that came out of poverty are in India and China, both of which w- do are not part of this global hegemonic ca- de- democratic capitalist system. And ni- neither of them were or, or, or at least China, you know, like after the boxer rebellion kept out all of these empires all these influences and now they're doing great you know so it's like the the argument doesn't follow in pinker that you should these are two countries that tried to keep that stuff at bay not do it a bunch and so like that so stephen jay gould i think is much more yeah uh, stephen jay gould is is really disappointing and terrifying so who's this guy he wrote Mismeasure of Man is the book that I always know him for, yeah. which showed uh, basically how race science is bullshit. It, it's sort of like the text that you go to to show like the history the, like, of why race curve. science is terrible. Yeah. 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 Like the bell curve. Interesting. Yeah. So, but I, th- I think he starts like Victorian race science and moves forward. But we, we should remember, though, that the biggest problem with Jeffrey Epstein 
as Christine Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's daughter, reminds us, is that some of our faves are going to be implicated. Oh yeah. And that's going to be that's going to be the hard part, you guys. That's going to be the hard part. Bill maybe, Clinton, maybe, 28 maybe. times. He was on the plane 28 times, Bill yeah. Clinton was. That's crazy. Yeah. Good riddance. I hope he goes to jail. I think that the like this is absolutely insane that we have a uh, society that is not only su- subtly always sort of know like who's going to be surprised when Bill Clinton is brought up on rape charges of a dozens of like teenage girls. He's in, already been accused of yeah, assault like several yeah, times. Like so who, I mean, who's going to be surprised? Probably nobody, right? And the fact that people so have supported this man for so long and not just him like dozens and dozens maybe who knows how many people are are like rolling in this you know like the idea Steve, of, fucking Stephen Hawking yeah was like hobnobbing with Jeffrey Epstein yeah there's a fucking, yeah yeah, yeah yeah there's a picture of, of him with Jeffrey Epstein and like three girls it's yeah, yeah, he threw away, he threw around a shit ton of money and donated to a bunch of scientists and a bunch of like Stephen a lot Hawking. Of scientists. Stephen Hawking was always a lech, though. Yeah, like that was oh, well, I that was well I didn't known. Even know he, that. It's still yeah. just kind of bonkers, though. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. The whole thing is just so much more horrifying and fucked up than I. I don't. I don't know. Well, Fuck. I mean, it it makes sense. It wouldn't be in the basement of Comet Pizza because, like. That you, is not a stronghold get, yeah. by of the well, like also, ruling class. Well, there is class. no basement, so that's a problem. But yeah, it's of course it's happening on private jets. I don't, and the, you know <sighs> the thing is the the we have like the FBI puts lots of effort into catching people who have or watch child pornography, and people are arrested all the time and put in jail. So how the fuck? Have we built a society where you can just be rich enough to do that shit out in the open for? well over a decade with some of the countries slash the world's most powerful people like jeffrey epstein held a fucking dinner for british royalty why not what is his name andrew whatever <laughs> some prince who the one huh? <laughs> yang <laughs> prince, prince yang as far as i know andrew yang has not been implicated in the epstein case god yeah. help us all yeah. if he is what are you so, guys gonna hey, Chris, do with I, your yang bucks <sighs> Probably get a fifth cat. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I, <laughs> I heard you. Uh, I heard you didn't win your primary. Oh yeah. I I'm found, really sorry yeah, to hear. No. It, bud. It, it, yeah. It, it. I wanted to win the primary really badly, but it's okay. That's the way the cookie crumbles. But no, you lo- it was you, stolen from you. you. you, you lo- <laughs> yeah. Don't lie yeah. to the people, Chris. Uh, it yeah. was fucking. You were robbed. I don't know. Well, so I mean, who knows? But just as some statistics that I've run on it, it was four votes. <laughs> me. With three votes, my opponent, Jim Gully, and that was on the day of the election. Those are the unofficial results. And we had to wait, you know, a month for some reason to count the absentee ballots. Well, they had to get it. They had to stuff the ballot box and it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's some amount of time that they, uh, what do you call it? A lot for the fact that the mail takes some amount of time. But like, I don't know. Letters usually get to their destination in like a matter of days. But whatever. It turns out that I lost... 11 to 4 gully to me. So 73% of my opponent's uh, ballots that were cast for him were from absentee forms. So I have no idea, you know, if 
or even what the real detail like minutia law is around this but you know it seems that there is a very strong absentee ballot campaign uh, being waged by the Republican I Party. I wonder if that's the kind of thing that you could maybe bring up to like the record or the Times Union. Well, I, I and... tweeted at them and I put the statistics out. So I put a little like Excel spreadsheet and I highlighted the um, the different party affiliates that were actually uh, running and then won the Green Party primary. So this is the Green Party primary in Troy. And it has now Jim Gully, Republican for City Council District 1. <laughs> Anasha Cummings, who is a Democrat, he's a good guy, uh, in my opinion. I, I know him personally. But he's a Democrat. But he's a Democrat. <laughs> and he, he has uh, some district, the Green Party. Uh, yeah. And then Carmela Mantello, who is the sitting city council president. She won the Green Party primary as a Republican. And Which then she's like, a, and she's not like a Republican light. She's a Republican Republican. We, yeah, and she works in the the Republican state Senate. Right. Yeah. 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 So like. Yeah. So she seems to be, as far as the rumors go, like the the chief strategist of this Green Party line theft. But Rodney Wilshire actually ended up a winning, I believe, and he's a Democrat for yeah, for the Green Party line of mayor. Yeah, but he's. Have you seen like his recent? No, shit. I, he's turned. He's taken a pretty serious turn right to the right. Yeah, really. Oh yeah, yeah. he came what, out real hard against sanctuary. Yeah, making Troy sanctuary city. He basically parrots whatever the cops. He he got for. all pissed off about this. That the city got a grant, right? Wasn't it a state yeah. or a federal grant to document all the trees in Troy? Interesting. So that uh, they can census, keep track. Yeah. It basically it's a tree census. It lets them keep track of disease when trees go down why they go down it's basically it's really like a like for the health of the community and for safety and shit yeah is it I like mean, we had a fucking tree fall or something? it's pretty expensive but it's not coming out of the city budget hmm, like okay. it was either entirely or mostly paid for through a grant through an external grant that the city applied for so it's so rodney's argument was you know why don't we fix up the streets with that money and it's like well because that's not what that money was given to us to do like that's what all of the fucking property taxes that we pay that you give to cops that's what that's supposed to do mm -hmm. so anyway he made this like really angry facebook live video about it and i remember it kind of broke my heart because david and i campaigned for him when he ran for mayor years ago years ago 2012 or something um, and what, were, what was his platform or policy positions back then that motivated you to i mean back then it was like it was i mean like green he, it yeah was, it was he, a green he, platform he owns yeah. a solar farm yeah or like a solar installation he's an engineer right yeah yeah and he taught uh he taught it at hvcc like how to how to do that stuff and and uh yeah and, and he was just just generally like center left as left as you're probably going to get for elected office around here on most other things I, and i, I remember was he was it he got primaried out of the race or that he lost the yeah. race yeah yeah well he was he was running in the democratic primary against the mayor we have now and he lost largely because they uh, it seems like the guy that won patrick madden seems to have at least at the very least colluded with um, Everett, right? With Ernest Everett, who uh, is a this is some real insider yeah, baseball yeah, right he, now. Yeah, he, uh, but there was some there was they, some they shady shit that went yeah, down. Yeah, Rod Rodney is passes as black, and Ernest Everett was also black. And yeah, they're, they're, uh, they both identify yeah. as black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it seems very much as if the Madden administration at least encouraged them to ever ever to, to run yeah and, and split that the the vote of black people. And you know that because Everett then showed up at pat madden's 
uh, victory oh, party. Victory yeah. party, yeah. And he wasn't just being a good sport. He was there for the whole thing, wasn't yeah. he? Wasn't he even there before the results came in? I think so. Yeah. Well, and then he, and then he went to jail for election fraud. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's a, he uh, um uh, there was found that uh, some of the his um signatures were were fraudulent. The elections appear corrupt as fuck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when we wow. first moved here, what in 2010. Who was it that was... They were still... Yeah, Laporto. There Frank was... Laporto was on national news for just old-fashioned ballot stuffing. Yeah, it was just ballot stuffing. Yeah. Literally, yeah. like, coming out of the... I don't remember whose office, but... Laporto's yeah. still open, right? Yeah. Yeah, the restaurant. The restaurant? Yeah, yeah. the restaurant's still there. That place is a fucking front, man. Yeah. You think? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've never eaten Allegedly. There. I have my Allegedly. theories. Yeah, I have uh, my theories that a lot of... Well, I think a lot of places in Troy are yeah. front. But anyway... Yeah. Oh. So, so, so speaking of sometimes well, so, fronts so are necessary. So it's it's like Allende, Maduro, Chris Scully, <laughs> election stolen <laughs> by the Jesus. by the American Empire. Oh man, yeah, I'm really sorry, Chris. Well, I know how much you wanted to not be on the city council, yeah. but still, well, like hopefully, but not this yeah. way. Hopefully, not, Nancy not Pelosi this. will just declare me the actual victor of the election after <laughs> yep. the fact. Um, you should just declare yourself District One rep. Uh, yeah, and and then just I was really rail looking... against people who don't recognize you as such. So yeah. so speaking speaking about the mayor. Oh yeah, David. Do want, yeah, do you want me to start talking about sanctuary? You really stuff? like our mayor, don't you? Oh, I love him. He's a great. He's a great guy. He's just mayor, man. um yeah. The only problem is that he's a filthy fucking coward. <laughs> but other than that, he's a great guy. So yeah. what happened? You you explained it to me, but it didn't make any sense. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is gonna be great then. No, see, I I, I actually put together. Uh, I put together a whole timeline on Troy trying to become a sanctuary city and how we fucked it up over and He's over and over again. He's got a big cork again. board with tacks yeah. and yarn yeah. going, <laughs> going across it. Yeah, okay. So uh, as, see, pictures in the, yeah. in the as you see where my laser pointer is is pointing five feet away from me in the yes, giant cork board that I have right now. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning of 2017, all these different cities in New York State were declaring themselves sanctuary cities. Uh, it was like Rochester, Syracuse, New Paltz, Kingston, all early 2017, quickly and definitively calling themselves sanctuary cities. In June, we tried to push the city council to have a, just a non-binding declaration that we consider ourselves a sanctuary city. And when you say we, you're talking about Capital District DSA? DSA and uh, an organization called ICE Free Capital District. Uh, ICE says in the federal government, not like, you know, we like lukewarm sodas or something. <laughs> but, you know, it, it just the organization, the, 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 uh, the Gestapo, the American Gestapo organization. So we went to a city council meeting in June. And that June, the, the reactionaries were really turned out. They, they came from at a city like from downstate showed Which is up so funny because that's what they accused yeah that's what they always accused us <laughs> and doing yet every it. Yeah. single person who was there lived in or around troy yeah our, really? our, yeah our uh, he was a tree he's a troop our, our friend adam a an elect a um uh, a veteran a marine veteran was um was choked out by a guy carrying an american flag in one hand and he's like being choked out in another how, how, how did that while happen? like eight cops like, just watched like the guy just uh, straight up attacked him for uh, yeah, being well, well, pro-sanctuary uh, well, city well there was like um there there was some like minor facebook celebrity like live streaming us and was like really getting his face and he was like she just yelled like you hit me or something and the dude grabbed him whoa and, yeah and um and the cops like took their time was he okay did he like off. oh yeah he's fine he's fine but like it was on like the still terrifying yeah it's like, terrifying and, like yeah and it, there's like a big picture of it on the record like the record got a got a photo of it you can see the back of my head oh i don't and, understand this is 
upstate New York? How how are these yeah. people so anti-immigrant? Well, I mean, tr- I mean like, Trump won this their county. lives are fine and they don't yeah. have anything real to be mad about. So they have to find some way yeah. that someone is trying to take what's theirs. And this is how it manifests. Yeah. So June 2017, we tried. Nothing happened. And at the same time, we were hearing at the county level, the sheriff was going to enact what's called the 287G program, which deputizes local law enforcement to do the work of ICE, of the Immigration's Custom Enforcement. Uh, And you get a small federal grant to train officers to basically run immigration checks on people and is this on a voluntary basis per precinct or yeah, is it yeah, like yeah, you, they're you, being you, forced you, or, you no know. you volunteer sheriffs volunteer to and apply to be a part of this program huh. and sheriff russo in rensselaer county is the only sheriff in the entire state that is participating in this program and you know there's a bunch of research that i i've done you look at um and that's an elected position right russo yep. yeah it's elected the democrats have never contested it he runs uncontested. Uh, he'll be running uncontested this time, and he did last time. Really? You should it, run for sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Wait, please. Yeah. Right. David. Yeah. If they, I'll, if I'll, I, I'll probably vote for you. Yeah. If, <laughs> I mean, I need to see. I need to see the rest of the field. But yeah. Right. Of course. So uh, in uh, in January 2018, Russo formally signs on for 287G. This provides funding for two sheriff's officers in the Rensselaer County Jail, which is in Troy, to basically as people get booked into the jail. They can run checks to see if uh, what their immigration status is, and if they and if it they, their paperwork is out of order, then they they can be detained and taken away by ICE. Goody. Um, yeah. So still, nothing's really happening at the city level. Uh, we're constantly like pushing to like have something happen, and we're like, oh, that's not a problem, or like you know, there's just like no encouragement to do anything. But then comes May 29th, 2018. When Delilah, you need someone who came to this country at 17 from Australia. She's a black woman that came here in Australia, has a, a allegedly a roll through a stop sign while bringing her 11 and nine year old kids to dinner. Rolls through a stop sign, gets pulled over by a Troy police officer. I believe it's a Troy police officer, but it might be a, a Rensselaer sheriff. I'm not uh, officer. I'm not quite sure. And they, um, they, uh, she doesn't have a license because in New York State you can't have a driver's license if you're not documented. You they, could, you they, could prior to 2001, but then after 9/11 they got rid of it. And they just reinstituted that ability, yeah. right? Yes. Like and now the green, recently? the green light bill reinstates it, so she can eventually get a driver's license in New York. Yeah. All right. So, it, whereas in three states now, one being Vermont, they've agreed to share their driver's license database with the federal government to use facial recognition on to find like illegal immigrants wait 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 that undocumented immigrants i can't remember the other two states but yeah they basically turned their their database of photos over so that that's the government i I don't know if it's the fbi or or i guess i always think of homeland security probably yeah i always think of the government as so monolithic that know, right? like that you know it would uh if they had our faces you know for our driver's license then they could do whatever they want with it like that that's that has always been my understanding not like i'd yeah. want them to use it to program facial recognition algorithms so that we you know the cops well, of tomorrow will have a they little have like the... headset that just identifies every single person that they walk by they have the facial recognition technology they're hmm. just running driver's license databases against their database of like undocumented immigrants oh that's what that's what they're looking for yeah so 
Huh. But anyway, so David, what happens next? Yeah, well, so first I want to read something very specific from the Times Union about Delilah getting mm-hmm. locked up. So she was held overnight in city lockup, again, for running a stop sign, but then also being charged with driving without a license, right? She was held overnight in city lockup. In the morning, a judge released her on her own recognizance, but police held on to her for about another hour, she said, just long enough for an ICE agent to pick her up. The arrest was signed by the first ICE agent that Yanid had viewed as hostile, not the one she had more recently been checking in with. So so she had a case officer. Yeah, she had a case officer that was not the officer that showed up and kidnapped her, basically. A Troy police spokesman did not know the details of Yanid's case, but said the city police department will hold a person if it has a warrant from another agency. Now, it's very, what's very important to know is that in the warrants that ICE issues are not judicial warrants. They are not signed by a judge. They have warrants that look exactly like a judicial, a warrant. judicial warrant, but it is what's called, I think, an administrative warrant. And it's just signed by another ICE officer. It's just ICE officers signing each other's things that look like warrants. And part of uh, sanctuary city status is usually telling uh, your local law enforcement department what the differences are, so, so that they so don't they get have a, fooled so by they have a, a phony, ICE. a phony uh, warrant. Yeah, yeah. And, and and so and what, so what, so what's the case for not abolishing this? For abolishing ICE? Yeah, for not abolishing it. For not abolishing ICE. Like, they're keeping us yeah. safe. Yeah, they're keeping us safe. What are you talking about? Yeah. They're not sending their best, Chris. They're sending these animals up here. But like, And that's exactly what it is, is that they do not see the humanity. They have an, they have an image in their head of what an undocumented immigrant is and what the danger of them being around you is. And that is pretty much as far as they go. Like, that's a that's a failure on our society. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like this is this is insane that that people want it's like a mother to be ripped away of, from her. It's the most epic level of children. dehumanization. I mean, it's on. It's, I mean, not the most epic, obviously, but it's well on its way. Yep. So sorry. Uh, you no, you're going so, to the, well, the, the so timeline. The, yeah. So so what what happens is that you know you look at all of these news stories, the news, just the headlines. You can just look at the headlines and watch the story change. Uh, mostly through the increased presence of the Police Benevolence Association and, uh, you know, the union, the cop union, that is like slowly, and the Republican Party is like slowly morphing this story. Because the first headlines say stuff like non-binding resolution and uh, city aims to uh, rectify or solidify immigration policies or something like that. And then it, it, it slowly shifts into like, amnesty for illegal aliens and stuff like that you can watch the headlines change in a matter of months and soon it's like afternoon tea for anybody without a citizenship yeah right like who wants a bunny yeah yeah so like in in november of 2018 so remember delilah's uh arrested in january it takes till november until uh David December introduces like one of his, one of the first resolutions that's our council rep in district five. Uh, again, it's co- the first coverage is call- calling it a non-binding resolution. And the following month they try to introduce the resolution and it gets tabled, which just means like we're, we it's introduced, but we're not going to vote on it because motherfucker TJ Kennedy uh, who's a Democrat, who's a Democrat, who's a Democrat tells them before the meeting that he's not going to vote for it. And, what, and so they why, don't. They why, wouldn't have. Why wouldn't he vote for it? He doesn't think that his constituents would like it, 
and he just generally is a like a smooth brain idiot uh, just like doesn't really understand but, like like correct me if, who, who correct just me if I'm who wrong, just like, like says stuff about like how about process and how this was rammed th- he just like repeats whatever the, he's kind of trump in that like he just repeats what like i guess the last per- last and loudest person told him so so correct me if i'm wrong but the democratic platform is to abolish ice right no. Uh, no 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 that's still controversial no, no no yeah but i mean at least in new york state in new I york mean, state rhetorically yeah in new york state cuomo and and of course and which means everyone down is supposedly supposed to be like sanctuary city at least uh yeah at least like, have they, a rhetoric that yeah. says like oh yeah i don't want there to be a parent ripped away from their children in our city for you know paperwork yeah like, yeah i mean at the very i think the best like line in favor of sanctuary cities because i both think that it is rhetorically effective and also because i think that it's true is that we want people who live in our community to feel safe reporting crimes reporting abuse reporting violence i mean it is like a huge disservice to immigrant victims of domestic violence that they can't go to the police for fear that their family will be ripped apart and they will be deported and that's what we're allowing to happen in places that are not sanctuary cities where local law enforcement is is interested and motivated in working with with ice and there is good empirical evidence that shows that when you when you like institute 287g you see a steep decline in interactions with pretty much all state uh, and local government offices in, in these in the populations that would be identified as like having possible immigrants in them. Yeah, the the state is officially saying we do not have your back yeah, at all. Yeah. Like yeah, we, right. And the thing that makes me so disgusted by this all is paperwork or not, immigrants that are living in your community are your constituents. Even if they can't legally vote for you, they're paying taxes, they're buying services, they're, you know, renting buildings, they're, you know, yeah, doing but if they jobs. Don't vote, then why should a city can- i mean the, and i hear i don't mean to be like devil's advocate yeah. but here's what their mindset is mm-hmm. is that like you you know these elections hinge on a dozen votes sometimes I, 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 how yeah. many votes did carmelo win by last time or who yeah. was it who won by a real squeaker it was I think it, it was, was in this district in district two yeah where um mcgrath won by like literally he, like l- one vote. literally one vote so yeah it does make a huge difference like you don't have to take into account not only do you not have to take into account people who can't vote but even people who don't vote because the vast majority like i guarantee the voting rate is probably significantly lower than the national average in troy so many people don't vote i see harry titungen who used to be the mayor of troy tweeting out on about how he just can't wait for all these like quote-unquote illegals to be locked up and i'm like dude it's literally your job to, you know, care for your constituents. These people are your constituents. So just do your job. Speaking of constituents, David, so what happens next? Because I think that's... Uh, yeah, so so through the winter, this past winter, we went into TJ's district and knocked on something like 400 doors, asking them to sign just a state, like a statement that says, hey, TJ, we actually support this. And we, we got over 250 out of 400. And, and, and how many of those did you never even get to talk to? Yeah, yeah. And a like, lot of them is uh, most people, most people you, most people just don't answer the door. So it was, it was a clear, overwhelming win. And we weren't going to like just Democrats or or anything. We just went we just picked a, a couple blocks and we would just go door to door. Yeah. Just not me- knowing who was there. Go, just indiscriminately going everywhere. 
and a lot of people are for it or like they didn't or they never heard it before and you describe it and they're like oh yeah of course because they're not fucking monsters so we did that through all all winter and then we um uh, and stuff sort of slows down we, we we admittedly as an organization like didn't put our our feet on the gas so much but eventually we we really kind of push it and i don't know i guess like i, I don't want to get too in the iron weeds about it but um <laughs> ha. but like ba- basically we have like two meetings with the mayor uh where he does this other janice face like two t- two face sort of thing where he's like well you know like i would definitely be behind it, it but you know i i can do something about it so i'm not so are you saying like uh, what my hands are being tied yeah, by well, the invisible well, he hand keep, of the he market keeps, yeah well like, he keeps saying stuff like well you know it it was sort of rammed it, it you know it just sort of like showed up instantly and there wasn't enough outreach and stuff for that which is total horseshit because there was a a, a meeting in out you know like around the block from us what like what was that like march yeah it was like yeah it was like late february or march or something it was pretty it was a while ago yeah was it well attended it, oh yeah. yeah well so what happened really well attended what happened was there was, it was these um <laughs> this, uh, is- this this is a wild story it, you know it's the um next door the, you know that app next door or like those facebook groups that are uh these like people yeah yeah for scre- snitching on your neighbors yeah the, the yeah, snitch right. networks these digital yeah. snitch networks it's the people that are always on there all the time like taking photos of 12 year olds and and like trying to get them arrested and stuff like these people are trying to get Somebody stole my cherries from my front yard yeah right. who's, who, so what happened with the flowers like oh yeah there was like uh this is a good example of these kinds of people where like people planted um marigolds in this little planter that says like welcome to the neighborhood thing and they posted a picture of the marigolds all picked out and there's also like two shitty little american flags in the planter also and those are fine it's just the the flowers are all fucked up and they're like you see like why this town can't be great this is anymore. why we can't this have is, nice things right. exactly yeah it was like there are these because hooligans. of these outsiders yeah these That's outsiders how they always frame them. yeah they're not the, the, people from east and, the, the, side. and this yeah. is total paranoia yeah like, they have no evidence yeah. to suggest that it's like a you know a bunch of spanish-speaking immigrants right. that like well, they, they or even or even there. humans because yeah. like i'm like isn't this deer yeah like and they're like no the deer don't like Mari- yeah deers don't like marigolds i'm like googling it i'm like yeah they don't prefer it but they could still eat it and then i did notice that starlings which are fucking everywhere love to do exactly what is in the photo where they just Dude. pick the flower and like it falls all over all over the ground because that's fun because starlings are intelligent animals and they have a concept of fun i'm, I'm assuming is why they do it yeah and uh that's awesome yeah, yeah that's there's a fact of yeah uh, there's a really podcast. good david graber article about interspecies fun he goes down to uh, electrons really like. electrons yeah. having fun yeah that's yeah, a great essay. yeah it's a great yeah. essay. what is it called uh I, I think it's like what's the point if you can't have fun something yeah. like that we'll, it's very good we'll put yeah. that in the show notes yeah we should put yeah. that in the show notes so but, yeah so see, these people are they're fucking flipping out and they're gonna have a meeting about sanctuary status that um they'll bring the uh the sheriff in and that, oh, what is it? That, that, that's the cats getting fed. Ah, okay. Aww. <laughs> Robot feeding the cats. Yeah. So these people are going to hold a meeting, a very normal meeting, with the, the mayor, I think, was supposed to show up, but definitely the, the, the sheriff and... Wasn't the president uh, of the PBA? And the president of the PBA, uh, which I, I, I just called Jimmy Bag of Donuts because that's just the kind of guy that he's, he's, his name is Nick Laviano. He's a, he's like a Sopranos reject character. Nice. And, uh, he, um, 
he was supposed to be there and then also he's a real piece of shit yeah he's a real he's piece a, of shit oh. and then uh city council members anasha and david who are sort of leading the charge on this sanctuary resolution they're supposed to be sort of like a both you know both sides crossfire are, sort of situation are, is it yeah, literally divided in uh, like half on the room like it, it does in the movies well there there was supposed to be that and then <laughs> The, these these well they wild... wanted it to be very insular they yeah. thought it was just going to be people who did not want troy to be a sanctuary city because they were they were advertising the meeting only on these highly reactionary snitch network facebook groups right but then other people found it and then they started other people being you yeah, david yeah yeah you found me. it yeah and, and i was like telling other people like hey what's this meeting i haven't heard of this meeting i want to go to this meeting and and then they start saying like well we're gonna be checking addresses at the door at the door oh i'm like God. okay well like what constitutes the east because it's only not even all of troy it's just the east side which is a neighborhood that doesn't have formal boundaries. So, like, so what constitutes being on the east side? What will isn't constitute the whole, isn't the whole, the whole of Troy on the east side? Like, no, no, <laughs> no. East there's something called the east side split between Congress and Pauling. That's where oh, east side starts. Oh, okay. And then it goes I didn't know that through, was the name you know, of that neighborhood. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. And so, but, and, and so I'm just like, okay. Well, also, like, what? you don't have to get a new ID when you move in yeah. New York. Like, you can have that ID for. Fuck, I moved here in 2010. I've lived in like five different places. My ID still has my first apartment. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. So it only saying you have you to bring your driver's by, license yeah, with your yeah. address on it right. is like absurd. You're basically saying unless you've lived here 15 years, you don't get to come. Right. Which is exa exactly what they want, but yeah. they don't want to say that. So then our buddy yeah. Dennis asked if he could bring his boys. Um, he's got a... Uh, They're like, like high a school. 16 and yeah. a 13 year old. Yeah, I don't like remember that. their well, Do exact they have age, government but... ID? No, they're children. Well, well, yeah. and so, that's so they're well, like, they also, can bring the, their school ID. And then and somebody the, said that it wouldn't be an appropriate event for children. And that's when Dennis was like, well, what the fuck are you planning? Because like, it, the, I want to bring yeah, my kids like, and have them involved in local politics. I want them to know what's happening in their community. Yeah. Then it all kind of went downhill from there. Were yeah. They, were they planning for a riot? No, no. They were planning for it to be just them and their fucking shitty reactionary opinions so, they so that just they didn't could have... circle jerk around not wanting a sanctuary So city. they didn't give any good response to the question of why are you saying it's not going to be safe or good for well, kids? Well, so, no. So they, they just said, you know, they kind of like brushed that off. And then they said something about occupancy levels. And then the church who was originally going to hold it decided they weren't going to hold it because it had gotten a little too hot. It was too much of a hot potato. Yeah. So really? Yeah. The, what is it? So it got, so it got canceled. So wait, it a basically church got, wouldn't be, have a sanctuary. People were blowing meeting? up their phones, complaining about uh, whether or not the church would restrict who could come. And what so the, the church, so the the church canceled this meeting for good reasons, right? Yeah. Because like they're, I think it was a Methodist church, and the the Methodist church downtown is very liberal. And they were like, what are you doing in your church up the road? This is not an okay meeting where you're going to be like, you say kids can't come and like, you're going to be checking, checking IDs, IDs at, at the, the door. door. That is not, well, like, say, that is not actually, Christ like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ob is, obviously you know? not. But I would assume that the church would just be able to overrule that. Be like, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. So that's what they say. No, we support sanctuary cities. Yeah. We're exactly. going to have a party and a yeah. fundraiser instead. And you yeah. shitty people can stay at home. Yeah. So, so that meeting got canceled for about six hours. And then the Mount Ida Preservation Hall, which is uh, in, in an old church, but it's not a church. It's just like a community mm -hmm. center, yeah. said that we'll host the meeting. But now, because it's not on home turf for the reactionaries, the sheriff and the PBA chief, Jimmy Bag of Donuts, uh, and <laughs> Russo 
Sheriff Russo won't won't come. So they don't show up. And so now it's only the two city council members that are trying to make the sanctuary city happen. And then some brave reactionary assholes do show up and like are four of them. Yeah, there's like four of them. Were they dressed like proud boys? No, they no, totally blended into the crowd. You oh, would not have picked yeah, them out at yeah. all. And, and then uh, and then a bunch of people who are like, yeah, this is a great idea. And it was and it's just overwhelmingly people that think this and is then a great idea. And at one idea. point, this guy who is obviously opposed to sanctuary cities uh, says, how many people in this room actually support this? And a shit ton of hands go up. And then he says, okay, and how many of you actually own property in East Side? And like, I would say about three quarters of the hands stayed up. So it is still like a pretty overwhelming majority of the room that oh, owns shit. property in East Side and supports the Sanctuary City Resolution. Okay, so this and is... And then that uh, guy, is, that same guy yeah. says, who even knows what is a Sanctuary City? Who even knows what it means? What It's just a word, blah, blah, blah. Now at the front of the door, there is a stack of papers that says, here's what the Sanctuary City says. And it's literally like we hereby you know support and it it just basically gives you a fucking bullet point list of what it means to be a sanctuary city so this guy is like really i don't who even knows what this means doesn't even mean anything and i walk over to him hand him the pamphlet (laughs) and i just pick up the piece of paper and i put it in his hands while he's still talking (laughs) while he's still talking or screaming and he looks down at it and he goes oh thank you (laughs) and (laughs) And by, I swear to God, and part of this is on Dennis. By the end of the meeting, oh, yeah. he so awesome. was like apologetic for being ignorant. He he didn't say that he supported it, but he definitely like walked oh, back his man. weird xenophobic yeah. bullshit. So, but these are the kinds of meetings that the mayor. This is what democracy and, looks like. Yeah, right? yeah, but there's it's those sorts of meetings that the mayor never tried to organize himself. Yeah, and never went to, but said that there should be. Okay, so and, and these, so, these so, meetings did happen. So the mayor's obviously overjoyed, and it this is obviously a very popular, uh, you know, easy win for right. the Democratic Party. Yeah, because so and, much of Troy supports it, and yeah. because Democrats are so compassionate and concerned about the rights of yeah. immigrants in our community. So all they have to do is swing, and they're a hero. Right. How much of the city council is Democrats, David? How many of So them? there are uh, so there are seven seats, including uh-huh. an, an at-large seat, you know, so seven total, and um, only two of those are Republicans. So, so this is a home run. It's a this fi- is... Yeah. By my calculation, five to two so should right. be the vote here. Yeah, so veto-proof, it just yeah. will sail right so through. so just like that, Troy's now a sanctuary city. Right. Thank you. Let's pop some bottles and celebrate. Yeah. No, that doesn't fucking happen. <laughs> that doesn't fucking happen because we live in a hellscape. And what happens instead is we try to bring it out. Uh, they try to introduce it in May uh, and the mayor stalls saying like, you could, we, we want the, this different wording. We want you to take out the word sanctuary completely because it's misleading because basically he believes that just like that guy that says, what even is sanctuary? He's basically saying that. And he's like, and it doesn't have any legal status, which of course it doesn't. No one claimed that it did. It, it, the very first... Uh, a good gesture uh, is just a yeah, gesture, first, so we should absolutely it's the city not saying gesture. something to law enforcement, yeah. to local law enforcement, in the best way that they can. Wh- it is which, like really one of the only mechanisms that the that public, like just everyday citizens of Troy, have a way to speak to law enforcement about what they support. What's really maddening about this is that on the one hand, they'll do the "How dare you, sir?" You know, like say this about the cops that you are accusing them of like kidnapping people and and tr- and treating. 
brown people differently than anyone else. You know, you know, that's unconscionable, right? You know, they'll, they'll say that, which, you know, I'll re- remind people, right? And I'm making Bernie Sanders hand motions while I do this, which yeah, I think you is got, interesting. Yeah, the, the, the fingers the, up. The, the yeah. random finger yeah. guns. <laughs> You'll remember that they were involved in keeping Delilah until ICE showed up. So this definitely happens. And, uh, and yeah, you have a concrete, like human yeah. example, this right. woman who can stand in front of a room and tell this story. Yeah. And I also went to a, a community meeting up in Lansingburg or around where we are now. And, and someone offered in the, but they were saying this in a positive way that, uh, you know, the, I, I saw the Troy PD, uh, when they were busting the, a Chinese restaurant for, for, uh, people that were undocumented. And like I saw the Troy PD around that also. So like this definitely happens. Both sides recognize that this happens. Yes. Right. But but the mayor will say how, you know, or or and elected Republicans will be like, how dare you accuse the cops of doing the thing that we see that we will 10 minutes later tell you we've seen them do. Right. So there's that. But then on the other side, say like this thing that you're trying to do is also overstepping and you're trying to control the cops in a way that might prevent them from solving crimes. So we don't do this, but also we, we don't do the thing that it's you're t- saying speak. that we're doing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's complete doublespeak. Yeah. You know, like we, we, we don't do that. But also if you tell us to not do the thing that we're not doing, you might prevent us from doing our jobs. Right. It's, it's completely mind boggling. So those are the two, we have two meetings with the mayor where that happens. And he basically says like, well, it, it, basically the, it comes out that, what the mayor wants is if the city council takes out the word sanctuary from their resolution, he promises that his memo to the cops and the city council, which is more binding than this resolution. It, the memo will be? Yeah, the memo is actually what changes what city departments do. Oh, interesting. In exchange for taking out the word sanctuary from this completely perfunctory resolution... He will take out from his memo certain things that are just basically bashing the idea of sanctuary at all. And it will. And so the the, he'll write a neutral, if not supportive memo about the resolution. Yeah. So they the Democrats on the city council, which, by the way, again, five to two majority (laughs) um, rewrite their resolution for, again, a Democratic mayor to to take out. The word sanctuary, they rename it the Families and Communities Together Act. Fact, fact Act. It's so bad. <laughs> the Fact it's Act. It's so bad. Fact oh, Act. So, so, yeah. so you're saying the people that renamed it the Fact Act took the word sanctuary out yes. were the very people supposedly trying to pass the sanctuary resolution like the first time around? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. They did okay. it to appease the mayor. Yeah. Okay. Thinking that would work, but right. it, but so so they they put the important thing that they're trying to have get done hypothetically the keeping families together right into the acronym for the act, and so you know right. they, okay yeah. so at least they they're trying to address the, the amb- ambiguity but the of, of it uh, was ridiculous, what, which was they thought that if we called it a you know if you call it a sanctuary city resolution, then the media is going to portray it as this you know sanctuary cities being bad blah blah blah. Versus somehow, if you rename it, they're not, they're not going to call do it. Yeah, like that's the reactionary like, press won't be reactionary. They're going like, to call it a sanctuary city, word. no matter what the resolu- what acronym you give the resolution. They're going to call it a sanctuary city. Do you know why? Because that's the cultural nomenclature of the thing that you want to do. Yeah. It already exists in the discourse. You can't just name it There's the Fact Act and then <laughs> yeah. accept that expect that nobody's going to paint it as a like use a xenophobic 
you know, lens on it. So yeah, anyway, yeah. so which is also it was also crazy is that they called an act. It's not an act. The yeah. city council doesn't pass. It's an act. So what happened? It's, so an David, it's a resolution. What happened yeah. when and they so, voted on the fact so act? What happened <laughs> this week on Thursday? We're, we're recording on Sunday, so last Thursday, city council held a meeting. It went on for hours. Uh, lots of public comment on uh, on both sides, and. Um, the city council president, who's a Republican, tries to ta- tries to say you can't even bring it up for a vote for a bunch of procedural reasons. But they finally do. They pass it. T.J. fucking Kennedy, that coward, just says no and votes against it. So there's one Democrat that's gone. So, so but they do pass it three to uh, four to three. Did he explain? No explanation whatsoever. Just no. Push the microphone away. Does not say anything else. What uh, was the room like when he said that? Uh, what? Booing. A lot uh, of booing. Yeah, and and, uh, and gasps. There were some audible gasps. There were, any there any were flying couple, water bottles? A couple people clapping. But you well, said it wasn't entirely unexpected, No, right? the city council members, I think, knew that it was, I think, knew that it was going to happen. And I thought it was going to happen because I don't trust TJ Kennedy. So, like, I wasn't completely surprised that he did it, did that, because... He's he, yeah, he basically he, stand, he did he it for the first time. For yeah, because he did it the first time. He, well, and he, he doesn't, doesn't stand, stand for anything. For anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't. He has no moral compass, yeah. much like Mayor Madden. Right. Yeah. So so it passes. It passes three to four. But because it passed three to four, instead it's not of a veto instead proof. of five to two, it's not a super majority and it's not veto proof. So the next day, at like we were grilling it was like four o'clock it, it was, was like, it was late it was yeah. one of those it was a friday night news dump yeah yeah it was, it like, was just like the very end friday. of business yeah mayor he madden vetoed vetoes it, it. yeah vetoed. so wait he vetoed the thing that he had the democratic majority change it to be the way he wanted yep. it to be and then he vetoed it yeah he made yep. demands on the sh- on the shape that it took and then when it came to his desk he vetoed it vetoed it anyway because he said he still didn't like the language of it which he had oversight over. He got to see that resolution beforehand. Yeah, he's he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. And this is the thing. Don't Scoward. Don't misunderstand. The reason that this happens is because they do not see these people as humans. That is what it is. They are afraid of them on a primal animalistic level. They are afraid of people who are different from them. They're afraid of people who have less money than them. They're afraid of people who have less social standing than them. They're afraid of people who aren't on their fucking next door app because they're scared people. And it's very, you know, people can say, get involved in local politics as much as they want. But this is what you're working against at the end of the day is you're working against a cultural ethos of fear of the other and um, and just a lack of empathy, a lack of humanity. And these people who, who, whose brains are so poisoned by, I'm not just going to say Fox News because it happens local across. Local news. Lo- yeah, have you seen Spectrum local news? news? Never like, local read news. the comments. Yeah, local Never news is ever read horrifying. The comments. All local news across the country is horrifying. And all of it, it just does nothing but reproduce and, and, stoke parrot, fear. and parrot stoke back. Stoke fear of everything. And ter- terribly xenophobic. I, I so, uh, do you think that like it part of it is this for-profit media system that like just to have a business like an online like local paper you need like clicks and like of course sensations. it is it's always it, been that way yeah. even even in the very earliest days of like advertising on television I, it's, I, you you need to fund your programming you can only do that through ads because that's this fucking stupid system that we've set up except now it's going more towards subscription and now it's going to be subscription plus ads thanks a lot netflix considering that 
So wait, and Netflix ha- is gonna have ads? And they're, they they apparently they've talked about it. They did some kind of polling on it. Or was to it see. like forty five percent of people? No, it was it only a quarter. Quarter. So I'm frankly, definitely part of that quarter. Frankly, wow. like the if they could lose a quarter of if they only lost a quarter of their customers and, and they, they got they a could lot more revenue, easily fill that revenue gap with that. Adver- oh, but so God. my point is, advertising only works if you have a, a quantifiable, demonstrable population of human beings who mm-hmm. view your content yep. and might buy your product. Yeah. And so that's why now news um, news sites have a continue reading button because their advertising co- like a, their advertising revenue goes up for every single human being who clicks continue reading Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing with with you know local news they have to sell ad spots they don't there's there's currently no other mode of funding now in the uk you have things like you know the bbc you have all kinds of public funding but but we don't have that here we have very uh, little public funded media and and so not having the public funded media i'm always wondering like the chicken or egg uh relationship between for-profit clickbaity uh reactionary like stoking fear and trying to like drum up controversy and like engaging in the culture war like as much as possible and like playing up the the drama to make people like more and more distasteful toward each other is that more a direct program by the ruling class to try to just like keep everybody divided and like disinterested no, in politics so. do or think- do you think it's just a result of like the sticks and carrots incentives no it's of a symptom said- of the system i don't think that there's a bunch of like old white guys in suits sitting in back rooms like mr bernzing uh, like but, rubbing their hands but there is like there. there is like davos a, though that does exist like people, there is you know well meet, and then there's also what's the, Bohemian the, Grove. what's the media yeah. conglomerate david that bought all those local news stations oh you know, sinclair broadcast oh yeah, there's yeah, sinclair yeah, broadcast yeah, yeah. which literally sends out scripts that have yeah. to be read it's a, it's and, a, and so it's no literally it is, propaganda uh, like yeah but i do think that open. a lot of it is actually much more a product of a capitalistic marketplace than it is any kind of ruling class like hoping to divide us you know yeah it's it, um, it, the, the amount of uh real world suffering that results from that incentive structure in terms of just the psychological poisoning of our population into being like a whole bunch of paranoid like loners is yeah. uh hor- horrifying so david is there any so what happens are there any next steps what the so next everybody just kind of self doing self care and like taking maybe some bubble baths and yeah, like I mean, relaxing because like, because people I think it's hard to understate how much work a lot of people put into making this happen. Yeah, there was a, um, there was a bunch of work. I fractured their, I, I fractured my hand walking door to door in South Troy doing. David that. almost got Holy attacked shit. by yeah. a crazy person. What yeah, happened? Like the, I well, we were. I probably over. I I probably oversold yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I was not. A, David had a serious. David had an intimidating experience with yeah. a douchebag. Yeah, there there was a guy that was like pointing at a sign that said no soliciting, and I was like, okay, whatever, man. And I walked away, and he kept yelling at me. And he if, followed you. Yeah, and he eventually called. Yeah, and he called the cops. And, oh shit! And so, and I was like, you know, it's like it's not like anything's gonna happen. Although I wouldn't, I would rather not get a ticket. But the you, fact that it's you didn't read his sign, yeah, and the, he he yeah. was pissed. But the fact that we're you know we're we're campaigning for sanctuary city means that whatever that cop can get me for, they will. Oh yeah, true. You know, so I don't really want to deal with him. I, there's this is not the sort of like tactic that I want to take an arrest for. So I'm just like walking away, basically as quickly as possible, and I slipped on some ice because it was the middle of fucking February, and and, and busted my hand. 
uh, ended and up that fr- only cost us like two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, five hundred. It was like five hundred bucks. Oh god! Oh, to find five, out that David yeah. had like a bone bruise. Yeah, and fractured. Like, possibly yeah, fractured. T- tiny a, fracture. Yeah. Did, yeah. Did they cast you? No. No. It no. was tiny. It was not. Hand fractures are often like that, where huh. it's so small because you have so many teeny tiny bones in your hand yeah. that are very that are quite fragile, actually. Yeah. So usually. There's very little that can be done with yeah. a minute hand fracture. Not knocked on five more doors after breaking my hand. He did. He came Jeez, home. Man. His fucking hand was the size of a ham, dude. Jeez, he had man. this huge yeah. hand. And uh, you and you know what the Democrats did with that kind of energy? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. That's what they did with that. Oh right. man. That's what they did with so someone is, that, that would walk door to door in February with a broken hand. They're like, you know what? Fuck what you believe in. I just want to say, like that. everybody in Troy and anywhere else who's doing that kind of work is really, even though it doesn't always end in success, it's so important. And yeah. I'm really, you know, grateful that there are folks out there doing that. But also, yeah, real. also, like, you know, like fuck me. Think about like Delilah. Who, yeah, right. Yeah, who was, like, put in She went to every fucking meeting. Yeah. How many times did she, she have went, to tell her story? Yeah, How many she, times did she, she have went, to relive that whole nightmare? Yeah, she told that over that she's and over. Yeah, and David, put herself in the crosshairs of all these reactionary psychos that like are willing to assault people. I don't know how okay it is for you to go into the details. What happened at her last? Uh, oh, agree, uh, yeah, her, she, her, she had a she, meeting she had, with her yeah, attorney, uh, right, for her green card status. Well, so, so here's the thing: is like you know, like if you're an immigrant in this country, one, you spend a shit ton of money trying to do it, quote unquote, the right way. Tens right? of thousands of way. dollars. Tens of thousands of dollars you pay to lawyers and different fees just to you know just to have the right to to work. And you know, just fucking just live your life. Yeah. Get a driver's license, right? Contribute tens of, to society. Yeah, tens of thousands of dollars to do that. And and you know, when you go in and you get these uh questions, you you, you know, you get do these interviews. One, you're going into the offices that you were probably arrested in. You know, like you, you so you're re traumatized. You have to go into a, a Department of Homeland Security office to to have these interviews. The interviews the the I, the, I, the waiting room for these places looks like a um a New York City uh, souvenir shop. It's just like the Statue of Liberty everywhere, like literally everywhere, everywhere you look, there's a, a like a picture or a That's seven so foot statue. It's so in, creepy. The, the, the DHS office in Latham has a seven foot statue of the Statue of Liberty. So reproduction of the Statue of Liberty. How do si- they handle the cognitive dissonance? Sitting, sitting next to this, the American and, and uh, New York flag. It's a, it says the Department of Homeland Security on top. And in the center is a grinning fucking framed photo of Donald Trump. Yeah. 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 So that's the DHS office. But like the whole statue of Liberty clock. is and there's like a broken clock in the way. Se- there's a broken clock. So yeah. now not only are you in this like saccharine American hellscape, but like how long have you been there? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> not allowed to bring your phone. It's yeah. It's really fucked up. Yeah. It's, it's just so fucking terrible that like all these people have to go through all these different traumatizing expensive experiences and, and so did, did madden just give her the finger yeah, yeah like absolutely. like literally like did he just like f- stand up and be like yeah i just no uh, no he's he's, no, a, he's coward. a coward oh wait 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 do that oh, so he just he vetoed he, he vetoed it in like private he didn't have a press conference where no. he was like by the way i fucking hate anybody that if they don't have a certain amount of paperwork done like that's the criteria by which i'm going to tell you to go fucking die no there, no there's you would just, have to have a moral compass i don't even i don't even think there was an actual one. press release yeah i don't even think there was an actual press release it's just uh, they just heard from you know the mayor's office that he vetoed it yeah oh my god yeah so i guess um you know we know who we're voting for. <laughs> who are we? Are we voting for the Republican now? Is right. That, yeah, what do we that's do next? It. No. So that's ultimately exactly. kind of, that's maybe even to my mind, the worst part of the story is that this is a, 
almost a, in in this area you would think that like living in a blue state it would be marginally easier to do even just basic liberal this should be liberal politics yeah it should be liberal politics it, <laughs> it's not even going to where it needs to go it's not even saying abolish ice it's not even saying no borders like yeah. that no one is illegal it's yeah. not even going that far it's just saying we're not going to require local law enforcement to work with federal law enforcement specifically ice to make members of our community less safe that's it but because this fucking state is so captured and the democratic machine in this area is so corrupt, there's really what can any of us do? Yeah. And, and just give you a picture of what the Republican alternative is. It is a, um, a guy who's I, I've seen a, a, him share this picture on Facebook or this image on Facebook. And I think it's also his banner on Twitter is a, a combination of the Irish, British, American, Australian flag. And it just, or in Canadian also, and it, it's just like the flag of English-speaking countries. It's a, like the an overtly yeah, flag. Yeah, it's just like a an overtly white supremacist. Like these are the flags all put together of white English-speaking countries. Yeah, that's that's the Republican. I'm gonna Fucking vote for a. my cat Emma, right? Because she would be such a good mayor. Yeah, those She'd are those really are those mayor. are your options: and, like and, a coward Democrat or a revanchist white supremacist Republican. And so every time those there are mayor options, there's like a presidential election that comes about. There's a you know section of the left, which is incredibly small to begin with, but it's already a very small section of the left that will advocate for the third party, like the Green Party or whatever. And the number one criticism that people will give somebody who's, you know, stumping for a Green Party candidate for president is, why don't you just like run like local uh, candidates and like, you know, get in on dog catcher and blah, 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 blah. But the Democratic and Republican parties operate this system, this scam system of like false control all the way up and down yeah. its ranks. And that basically you have the Republican Party, which is at this point frothing at the mouth and openly declaring itself as an apocalyptic death cult. And then you have the Democratic Party that is essentially saying, we're fake. We don't really want we don't, power. We don't we, stand for anything. Yeah, we, we don't. When we get power, we're not going to use it to yeah. your benefit. That's, called, that's like, called being a big tent. Yeah. <laughs> and so the, so the question is like, where do we go yeah. from here, right? Yeah. And like, I see it as- I know where we go. Where? Memes. Oh fuck yeah! Can I tell you guys? All right, so all right. can I tell my? Please, we, like got, the risk we, of... we have a whole notebook open right now. <laughs> don't tell anybody how much That's work I do for the show. I'll be embarrassed. No, I showed up totally unprepared, and I don't have anything written down in front of me. So, I, at the risk of becoming like the Reddit correspondent, there's some fun stuff happening risk on it. Reddit. All right, so a few weeks ago, a a redditor leaked a um, internal memo from Walmart home. Um, home office and it's called the great workplace salary compensation guidelines so this was actually reported on back in march in a couple of major news outlets but the why the superlative i know right the actual document was not well known until this redditor leaked it and it basically outlines a new walmart is going to be changing its compensation structure and what they're basically going to do they're turning a four-tier wage system into a two-tier wage system and they're giving a 10% raise to certain management level positions. And everyone else gets paid in Panera gift cards. And everyone, actually, I'll tell you what they get paid yeah, in. It's okay. much worse than oh, that. Oh, good. The but soups are cutting, nice. The soups are good. Right. 
they're cutting management positions in half and they're offloading a lot of those management responsibilities onto the low, the, the one tier workers, the lowest tier workers. So it's been spun as like encouraging teamwork, giving associates the freedom to make certain decisions. Um, it was actually uh, described by Bloomberg as great workplace details how team meetings should be run, starting with a Walmart company cheer and moving on to review sales data and discuss assigned work. The document also suggests to bring a bag of candy and toss a piece to those who bring up ideas discussed in meetings. Or, or, or. <laughs> and, so, and, and then you're you're asked to like hit a bunch of uh, uh, bike horns with your nose. <laughs> management carries around. <laughs> management will carry around something called attitude cards that will be given out to employees when they show excellent customer service. They will also give out this, there's this complex star system where you get like blue stars that turn into red stars that turn into gold stars. And if you get enough gold stars, you get a reward such as lunch with your manager. <gasps> no, so, way. no way. Yeah. So basically what the heart of what it does is aside from all these goofy <laughs> fucking things, it cuts management <sighs> positions and offloads all of those responsibilities onto employees who are making like possibly point you know like five percent more than they were before so this leak sparked a witch hunt on the part of (laughs) walmart corporate and the the person who leaked it got fired wait why this is great press they've released the great policy handbook that they're super proud of it's been compared it's been compared on the subreddit through in in meme format to um hunger games I think one person said uh, 34 managers enter, 16 survive. (laughs) It's really, it it basically just like what little room there is for upward mobility. And I'm talking about people commenting on subreddit who have worked for them for 15 years. Like what little, you know, and they have dreams to become like that tier one salaried employee making, because you can make eighty ninety thousand dollars a year if you like have worked for Walmart for a long time and you really worked your way up. Have you seen, uh, sorry to bother you? Yes. David has. I haven't. Yeah. So it, I think uh, I fell asleep halfway through. I, I won't give, give away too many spoilers, but basically he goes from being like on the ground level to um, telemarketing, like, um, you know, uh, to being like a super caller. And they take him up to the top of like this really tall building. And then it's just fucking insane. Eyes well, wide shut shit. Like yeah, and, the, and the elevator's like telling you that like you have a gigantic cock and stuff. <laughs> so interesting. Okay, so yeah. here's what happens. I to hope this. that I hope that happens. Here's what the, happens that's to the sticker. The, the sticker, the gold sticker says you have a gigantic cock. <laughs> <laughs> have fun with your lunch with your manager. So, the, so this employee looking swole, shortly, dude. <laughs> shortly after leaking this document was called into into the office by the manager and underwent what they describe as uh, the Wicklander Zulowski interrogation technique. What? They like pulled out a book on how how to interrogate people. So I didn't know what this was until today. And it is a it's an inter- it's a psychological interrogation technique that is developed by a private company by two people who then started a private company and they charge law enforcement and corporate entities a, a certain fee to send in employees to be trained in this this interrogation technique and it's super manipulative and anything you imagine like a shitty corrupt cop doing in the back of an interrogation room like that's what it is like it's exactly those techniques so they're like weaponizing cop training for private industry for 
data security like to, to elicit confessions and wh- what is it called the zoolander wasserman schultz so technique? So, we, so so this is this is uh you know it's called what's the gr- wicklander zulowski interrogation technique that's what i said zoolander wasserman schultz <laughs> technique yeah oh. okay and so this is every Walmart employee that that was like it's, involved it's, it's in the production of this. It's it's like um what how you would talk to an employee if they stole something. So I can actually tell you the six steps to it if you want. Please. It begins with accusation. Why so did you David, steal that, David? I know, I know that you licked the ice cream. I didn't. I didn't. Section. I didn't lick the ice cream. It came like that. Next is denial. You know, I you're right. I can't imagine. I can't imagine you licking the ice cream. Yeah, you're in not the a freezer monster. Section. Yeah, that's not you. That's I don't not even, you. I don't even own a tongue. But you know, in the next is rationalization. But you know what? That ice cream was looking real good. I, I mean, see. I could understand why you might be walking through the freezer section, seeing that that pint of Briars, and thinking, "I need to lick that." Look at how it was dressed. Next would be submission. But you know, I mean, look, I I'm just here to do my job. I you know, I'm not I'm I'm not I'm your friend. I'm not trying to get you in anything. I'm just here to figure out if you did lick that pint of ice cream. That's it. I licked the beef too. <laughs> Next is present a choice. So here's what we can do because I got to go back to my boss with something. So either you can sign this this confession that you licked that pint of chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. You have beautiful handwriting. Or... You can just go home for the rest of the day and I'll talk to management and see, you know, if and when we can bring you back on. Oh, no. Help me help you. All right. Next is develop an admission, which is where you actually get them to admit to it. So anyway, so the way this interview begins, the manager says, take a seat. The door is unlocked. You can leave at any time. Super How fucking dystopian is Whoa. that, dude? Yeah. Super normal, comfortable conversation. To have. And so, in the Doors original post, in the original out. post, this you're employee, choosing to be in here. Right. Yeah. This is your you choice. You can leave at any. T- this is like you know the false illusion of capitalism, right? Yeah. This is your just choice quit your to be job. in. T- yeah. You want to be interrogated something you love, right just now. Just travel. You want to be a painter? If Paint. I if I was an employee and uh, they said the door is unlocked, you can leave at any time. I just get up and walk out immediately before they tie before they fucking <laughs> handcuff you to yeah. a If anyone ever tells me that the door <laughs> is unlocked, you can leave at any time. I will exercise that option. So, so in the original uh. post, there were. The employee, the Redditor employee, actually made jokes about being hunted down and home office knowing their location. And these jokes were made throughout the thread, right? But it's like kind of like lighthearted, funny, yeah, like, yeah, ha, yeah, ha, yeah. ha, you're going to lose your job for posting this. Yeah. Okay, well, the person lost their job for posting it. And they, when they got dragged into this meeting, they were told that they were on an indefinite, unpaid suspension. But this poster says, I already knew in that moment that I was fired. I knew they were just, you know, like putting it off. And yeah. I wish they had just fired me then, but on the bright side, they actually said I got to apply to jobs while I was still technically employed. So at that point, this person deletes all their history because they've essentially gleaned from this meeting that they could be open to a lawsuit. Yeah, yeah for, for Yeah, for violating a privacy agreement. So they're trying to so cover this, their tracks. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So at this point, this sparks like a meme, a labor renaissance on the Walmart subreddit. And people start sharing all of these, the type of shit that you would see in like the socialism and communism and like far left wing subreddits, you know, Mm -hmm. just like memes about fucking capitalist pigs, like exploiting you and taking the, the fruits of your labor and blah, blah, blah. And then a lot of also discussions about unionizing Uh, on a scale of Chapo trap house to Chapo trap house to subreddit. Where does where do the memes fall? Two. Yeah. Wow. But no, they're past. They're past CHT two. Okay. They're, I'm ta- CTH two. No, I'm talking like our full communism level memory. Before it was quarantine. Before it was quarantine. R.I.P. Yeah. Interesting. RIP. Pour one out for our full communism homies. And so it's not just, but it's not just like memory. It's not just funny shit. It's actual like organizing strategies. You know, it's posting war. Have a. There's, there's you know. It's it's posting praxis yeah. is what it is it's telling people the steps to go through to try to unionize your workplace and it's also become just like a really nice like bitch session for people to talk about their complaints and grievances for example there was one post that said you know they're cutting management position positions but even now i don't have support from my management for very basic day-to-day activities if a customer wants to do a return it might take me 30 minutes to get that return done because i can't get management to come down and help me so of course walmart's answer to this is well instead of having you know one manager for every eight employees we'll have one manager for every 16 employees and there's also people talking about filthy conditions of their break rooms and their employee bathrooms a lot of these places there a lot of like super centers uh employees are required to use a specific bathroom that people have said oftentimes doesn't have toilet paper in it doesn't have soap there's also a lot of reports of... This is one of the richest corporations in, in the world. It's the largest private employer in the United States. Which also... The only, the only entity in the United States that employs more people than Walmart is the federal government. So when we talk about conditions at Walmart, we're talking about one of the biggest portions of the pie of the working class that we can talk about. Right. And they're experiencing um, intimidation from management anytime they bring forward a complaint, whether it's uh, somebody being harassed, somebody being given duties that they are not physically well suited to. And complaints are dealt with by bringing somebody into an office with management and a quote unquote associate witness. So the like, yeah, and the intimidation is palpable and uh, time off is rejected getting getting the bare minimum hours to receive benefits is severely cut and probably will be even more cut under this new great workplace model. So it's become this very vibrant place to have really important and useful discussions about unionizing and labor and like what is owed to you as a human being who's already selling your time and your body yeah, the majority to a faceless of your corporation. What little can we squeeze from this you know rock like how much can we get and then you have the bootlickers there are all of these okay so maybe i should start by saying shortly after this redditor leaked this document there was a massive influx of new accounts on the walmart subreddit it went from like around one to two hundred every day to over a thousand per day for several days after wow and after that, you have this influx of users going on these pro-union, pro-labor posts, 
and posting bootlicker shit and there are accounts that have been active for one or two or three days with no activity anywhere else so in other words very obviously corporate shill accounts of like management and home office going in and saying like we don't need a union you know i love my job at walmart so you, you think these are the same people that are making the decisions to not pay the or make the conditions for working uh dignified are then actually going on the reddit and trying to engage in the posting war yeah Holy shit. Well, Dude, I, that's that's not uncommon, though. Yeah. I mean, we already I, I know have, that police departments plant just, content. Like, this is not propag- like organic do you think propaganda. Do you think they're on the clock? I think they're getting paid? Of course. Well, oh, it, my God, it, yeah. It might, it might not be like like employees of Walmart. It can be like a law firm or a PR firm that yeah, specializes in that. And like that's part of your retainer is also... Uh, image management, which can include making a bunch of bot or dummy accounts and a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah. I, I, I'm surprised that they're uh, capable of doing Reddit because that's that's not as normy as like creating Reddit a bunch the, of Twitter accounts. Reddit is accounts the third and... most trafficked account in the United States above Facebook. Wow, there are more cool. Americans yeah. visiting Reddit every day than there are Americans visiting Facebook. I remember is that, is that Obama did yes. two AMAs. That's from... Well, that's like mid 2018, I think, is when that. Yeah, happened. Reddit's pretty mainstream. Like, you know, like, yeah. and and or this like so-called organic propaganda, this like posting, you know, propaganda as if you're just a regular user of the website mm-hmm. is is huge on Reddit. Mm-hmm. There are whole subreddits devoted to it. So it's like a Russian bot farm is being paid by you know Walmart to like sit there and and create a, or uh, not bots troll farm sorry yeah. you want to make the same mistake oh, man. twice i fucked that uh, up last episode <laughs> but not, yeah not. uh but yeah so you got a troll farm or something that is you know doing these meme wars and they're like mercenaries or like guns for hire for the uh, i mean who knows like so it's hard to know like maybe i get a little into conspiratorial thinking i think there's also I mean, just there's also let, let's not like there are bootlickers out there too. Oh, yeah, I'm no sure doubt. that uh, there are plenty no of, of actual Walmart, Walmart employees who were saying, you know, I don't want to start a union because I'll lose my job. And that's, I shouldn't just like kind of Dismiss relegate that, yeah. that to bootlickerism. A lot of people are actually scared. Like, and yeah. there's a, there's a totally justifiable, I, um, I bet you um, could count you know, on logic behind that. The vast majority, if not all Walmart employees need their job. Like if that job were to be taken away from them, there would be, like immediate immediate hardship like that would be felt you know probably not even just by them so i'm sure that you can like guess what some of these anti-union comments are but i'll give you a couple examples um your job is easy you don't deserve a union or benefits or good pay if you try to unionize you'll get fired why don't you just quit nobody's forcing you to work at walmart uh, this one is my favorite. You're a hypocrite for work working at Walmart and not liking the way that Walmart treats you. That makes you a hypocrite. I literally saw a comment that argued that today. So they're like, they're like, also you're a liar because you <laughs> pledge allegiance to Walmart every morning. I saw you salute. I was also <laughs> saluting. Also, you've got some angles you got to adjust with the salute. You know, there's it's got to yeah. be done right. Yeah. Yeah. Your fingers should be at 45 degrees to your brow line. Yeah. But so uh, on the bright side, these posts that are obviously either like brain dead bootlickers or or, Ben Shapiro or corporate (laughs) shills going on here, and they are massively downvoted. And these like pro union posts and specifically the memes have some of the highest upvote rates that you're going to see on Reddit, period. Upwards of 97 to 98% on a lot of them, which is huge like that this is incredibly popular content 
it's just like watching a class consciousness bloom. It's really interesting. And I know it's just memes and well, it's easy to write off a lot of that shit. And, you know, do I really think the Walmart employees are going to form like a national union? Do I think that the largest private employer in the United States is going to be unionized in the next week? Absolutely not. But it is kind of, I don't know, there's something heartening about it to me. It feels like the beginning of something. It feels like the beginning of something. It feels like I'm watching a cultural shift happen right in front of me, which obviously every generation experiences that in some way. Mm -hmm. But I'm really pumped because it feels like my cultural shift that I'm watching is people finding a more lateral brother and sisterhood and relating more to people who are in the same exploited position as them. Rather than having like a loyalty to a company, you know, I'm a Walmart employee, right or wrong. And I don't, I don't want them to pay me more. That would be un-Walmart-ish. And I would be a hypocrite for asking to be paid more. And, and we, you know, we really can't like, can't dismiss like how important it is to like see the advocating of, of joining a union as showing up in like the Google search result of what should I do if I don't like my job? Yeah. Because if, yeah. you, is if you like Google that exact question and you show up on YouTube videos. It's like some dude in Oakley's sitting in the in a Dairy Queen parking lot screaming into his iPhone about how you just got to go out there and get it and you got to be the best the hardest worker in the room and fight it and like no one just block out the negativity. Who's that, that, who that fucking uh, Chad that, that Chad that we saw at uh, the last farmers market? Right, what yeah. was the shirt he was his, his shirt said be like this the hardest working person in the room. Yeah, I'm like the that. hardest working person oh, in this room. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the and hardest. it was a muscle tee. It was like cut off at the at the yeah. shoulders. Oh, yeah, it's like, it's like someone wearing oh, that like shirt, yeah. just like screaming into a into a camera and like and that's what people get when they Google that question. Yeah, because and they Google that question because they either have not gotten enough or sufficient or satisfying answers so, from other people or they don't even know who to ask and so they get that yeah and they get someone who is probably pretty because the algorithm is going to show you something that other people have looked at and liked and so you're going to get someone that's pretty convincing that the problem is you and not the system or with walmart right or whatever your employer is yeah and it's so cool that like you could it, it's at least possible that you could land on something else that's like, no, fuck your boss. Like, yeah. your not don't actually, don't fuck your boss, but like, fuck your boss. You know, like, one, that's, that's, so, your okay, boss sucks. One comment in reply to a bootlicker that was my favorite thing I saw on Reddit yesterday is uh, somebody saying, suck Sam's rotting asshole, you bootlicker. Cool, yeah. That's... Good advice. That's really, I don't know, yeah. man. That's hardcore. So people are making stickers and like making logos like there are all of these people taking the walmart logo and font and you know turning it into like a pro unionizing message you think they're gonna wildcat strike <sighs> i don't know i mean i mean they don't have a union knows? obviously it, but so like if, what... it, it used to seem impossible or at least entirely unlikely and now it doesn't i mean i i would probably be a little surprised if they did but i'm hopeful and I, I would hope that a lot of the organizational infrastructure left over from the fight for 15 that was quite often showed up in not only it's mo it was mostly in fast food i think but also mm -hmm. a lot in warehouse and and big box work i would hope that that still exists if, for this if it's going to happen here's what i think would make it most likely to happen is that all of those employees who get bumped up from you know tier two to tier one these yeah. people who get a 10 percent pay increase and a little more job stability to be in an in one of a, a dwindling number of management positions uses their influence and their stability to support their inferiors, 
quote yeah, unquote. Yeah, class solidarity. To, yeah, exactly. Like that's what it's going to take. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, I guess whether or not you think that will happen depends on what you think of the character of your fellow human being. And I yeah. tend to err on the side of thinking people are usually good and usually yeah. want to help each other. And there but, is some reason for optimism because like on in Amazon, yeah. in Minnesota, where there are uh, um, a lot of recent immigrant people are organizing a boycott of Prime Day. Yeah. For a lot of their demands. Like there's a lot of white collar workers that are showing solidarity with them so it, yeah. and, and there's I, just generally a even, lot of agitation the, you know yeah, the, yeah. For, there, there's a lot among. of workplace uh, organization happening you know yeah. compared to like 10 years ago like you know you saw the um google, google i think it was google that had a bunch of um like white collar workers mostly like engineers yeah boycott doing specific projects because it was like doing evil like explicitly it was like facial recognition like attack uh, weaponry systems um, it, it was it was a software that would scan drone footage for specific information that was previously done by humans so it was supposed to make drone footage like a lot better to uh like identify i guess like 18 year old men that you can just like murder from the is sky it 18 or is it, isn't it 16 yeah, my yeah 16, 16 is yeah. considered um uh, the considered uh, an mil- armed, mil- combat- armed combatant mil- yeah. if you're a 16 year old boy at a wedding you're in yemen yeah, yeah you can easily be categorized as an armed yeah unless combatant. posthumously proven to be innocent which is incredibly hard to do they will uh call it an enemy combatant i mean to this day like the united states hasn't um apologized for murking Abdurrahman al-awaki yeah um the 16 year old son of anwar yeah uh, an american-born citizen yeah and it, I think it was in uh, Yemen. Yep. Um, and yeah, they, they they blew up a cafe also with no ID'd high value targets. Yeah. And they like killed everyone in the cafe, including the 16 year old American yeah. who, you know, who was put, looking for his dad. Yeah. Looking like that, for his dad yeah. who had just been murdered by the, the American government for basically free speech issues. Yeah. So you have situations where in America you have all these conservatives, you know, standing up for their right to have have a hate speech proselytizer on the campus but at the same time are like yeah and like i support murdering people who are sympathetic to people who are involved in jihad or something like that just for talking about it on youtube youtube imam that's a death sentence and then his 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 sons you know were killed and then we have a president that says like and we should kill their families yeah it's like man you guys you guys you know what i could use wildflower i could use some wildflowers thank you hit us with it Let's talk about a. Let's talk about nerds charging Area Fifty One in yes. what is now one one point five million nerds doing a Naruto run. They're gonna see at them Area Fifty One. So this is kind of fun. This this apparently, as far as I can tell, started off with Joe Rogan interviewing Bob Lazar, who is like awesome a interview. nutcase. Did you listen yeah, to? Yeah, it? it was an awesome. He's a awesome total interview. nutcase. The guy's such a bullshitter. Dude, I am like, here for the hemisphere orb that gravity, uh, you know. Warps. It's half a basketball. It needs to be placed on top of other things that are featureless and like stone, and they don't have wires. I am just... so lost right now. Okay, so there's this guy who is like uh, apparently like a Los Alamos scientist that was, um, you know, a. He says he works on alien technology. Yes, yes. He was he was brought to Area 51 to look at the propulsion system for a craft that was allegedly uncovered in an archaeological dig so like no one knows the age of it and they basically got the thing flying but they just don't really understand the fundamental 
thing it's doing to like disrupt gravity and be able to like propel itself you know so it's basically like brent spiner's character in independence day is like yeah being interviewed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and like <laughs> and, and, and like you know if it's all bullshit he doesn't break kayfabe once it's a very interesting interview but anyway sorry. so because too many people listen to joe rogan i'm sorry I'm <laughs> no, no, no it's fine problematic it's, fave yeah. number one uh, yeah so some this meme page created a facebook event called storm area 51 they can't stop all of us hell yeah and it was you know it's obviously a joke like it starts off from from a meme page yeah uh and so as of last night there's one and a half million people either interested in or going to the event i think going to was like over seven hundred thousand people yeah yeah fuck yeah and it's just it's it's there's it's, so many good memes coming out of it it's um, good. some people are gonna go it's gonna be like the fire festival though like the people that go are not gonna be prepared <laughs> at all <laughs> And they're just gonna all suddenly be, be so out there. Thirsty out yeah, the they'll have no supply uh, caravans coming to like help them out. But uh. Ja Rule is gonna be there. He's like, I got aliens. <laughs> but there, there are no aliens. So, what would you guys most hope if you were storming Area Fifty One? What would you most hope that you found? Uh, the the real last season of. Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> the alternate endings that yeah. we were promised uh, that would leak that never fucking leaked. Yeah. Yeah. Or the last two books would be good too. What about you, Chris? Oh, man. Um, I hope there's a bunch of uh, celebrities that uh, we thought were dead that aren't actually dead. That'd be that'd be fun for its own right. Yeah, we'll find Tubac and Yeah, 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 exactly. But I think that the 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 thing I most likely like to see is uh, alien spacecraft. I think that yeah. if, if I actually saw Going alien, traditional there, yeah, if, if I got some, my eyes on some legit alien spacecraft, that would be such a comforting feeling to me. I would I want to believe so badly, and I I that I basically am like. A skeptic as to whether or not we actually have a Fermi paradox at all. Yeah. Like, like I think that you it, need to know you're not alone. Well, that would give you great meaning in your life. All, but part of it is that, as like just somebody who thinks about this kind of thing a lot, it would make way more sense if ah. there actually were aliens and they were just being hidden from us right. um, than them not actually existing at, in any observable way. Well, they could exist and still not be hidden from us and just be really far away or yeah. totally uninterested in us as if we were like bacteria growing on a, you know, on a, on a, on, the, on peach fuzz. Yeah. You like, know about the Phil K. Dick thing where he, yeah. he thought he was being contacted psychically by yeah. somebody from in the, well, who's um, to say he wasn't. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I told yo, I mean, I, I, I unironically am interested in and, and on the brink of believing a lot of kind of government hiding alien conspiracy shit. But I was a flat earther for like a day and a half. So don't <laughs> listen to me. Like, don't listen. David uh, will tell you, yeah. man. <laughs> after I after I finished my dissertation, the first day that I had in as long as I could remember that I really had literally nothing that needed to be done and I could, she do, could do anything, anything I wanted. Anything after, the whole world. after five and a half years of grad school, was the first day that it was like, there is nothing required of me at any point in the near future. What did you do? I spent like nine hours watching Flat Earth videos on YouTube. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was great. The ones they don't want you to see. The ones they don't want you to see, yeah. And uh, and so if anybody, if you want me to talk about Flat Earth, yeah, we, we're you gonna can fall find off me this, this at fake... underscore Brittany Gill on the twitter.com. <laughs> Uh, if the, if the Earth was flat, all the cats would have pushed everything off of it. Uh. <laughs> but you know what flat Earth does, and this is why I'm so fascinated by it in part, is that it gives a lot of people meaning. 
Because if we do live on a flat earth and we live in what is essentially a Petri dish with a solid crystalline um, top, firmament, firmament, a literal firmament, because it's so firm, um, then that (laughs) means that something made us and is watching us or at least has us contained. Well, we might be, you know, we we literally just a Petri dish, just, but we have some kind of creator and they feel that that a lot of flat earthers, not all of them, obviously, but I, but I have seen a lot of flat earthers say that that gives, they feel like if this were known by the whole world, um, it would give us a kind of like unifying force for all of humanity heretofore unseen because we would know that there literally is one creator. We all have one creator and we are this enclosed organism that theoretically is cared for by this creator. It's very fascinating. Interesting. I wonder why they think that that would result in any positive outcome if people just thought that because like it, there's all these people I mean, who it's hopeful it's you know it's hope being but, hopeful but like then you look at like the republican party right and you have a, a bunch of people who swear up and down that they absolutely believe like the bible legitimately like literally and they're like yeah i want to undermine climate action and scientific research about how to like take care of god's creation i don't think that that I, it would necessarily Might have, have a positive uh, outcome yeah but we also have like astronauts that say that their entire worldview changes when when they see when they see earth Earth. from above yeah Yeah. i actually i I revised my statement what i want to see area 51 is jfk still alive but then as soon as we meet him again he will get canceled because he's super racist and sexist i think that would be hilarious (laughs) <laughs> so is that what you hope to find in yeah that's 51? what i really hope to find like they find jfk and like they bring him out and he's like oh thanks for getting me out of the bunker i wanted some hot tail and they'd be like that's not cool and then and then like and then you just say some really racist stuff and it would basically be like you say some shit like from the departed yeah unironically JFK, JFK and would probably have gone to uh, jeffrey epstein's um yeah, yeah oh my god yeah yeah oh, oh we just geez. went full circle yeah. <laughs> full disgusting terrible dark circle uh, i want to close this out with a plea to the general public so this is a, a public the, service announcement that we're trying to make happen it's really important the british have like cool terms for their currency and i feel like we are severely lacking in, in interesting and fun terms for our currency you have like the buck that's you, it, really. You, what you, else you, you got? Clams. You can say you a fiver. Clams. You can call it clams. Yeah. Here's what I want. The British say fiver. I don't think we say. Do fiver. we don't say? I think we use like old. Yeah. I have like an old yeah. like newsy uh, a fiver. I don't know. Like the newsboys maybe used to say yeah, that. Yeah, you have to. You can only say it in mid Atlantic. I'm pretty sure they say that in this. It's a wonderful life. Yeah. Yeah. You can only say it in mid Atlantic accent. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But so I want to start calling ten dollar bills hammies because hell yeah, it's got Alexander Hamilton on it. Yo, can you and, can you lend me a hammy? Yeah, right. Hey, you got a couple hammies on you? Yeah, let's buy go a six buy a pack. Couple. Let's go get. How a, much yeah. more fun would buying a dime be? Like, if I were back, if I were sixteen again, right. And like when I used to buy dime bags, I think it'll also like you know, let me get a hammy. That would be <laughs> yeah. so great. It would. I would immediately go into a ton of uh, hip hop songs and right. So then, it's so you know, easy to rhyme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, this works this. for everybody. All right. Let's so that's it. Yeah. Hashtag right. hammy. We're doing it. A donate a hammy to so us. We're, so so uh, at the time of this recording, I haven't done it yet, but this evening I will be creating a buy me a coffee account 
Where if you feel like we earned a dollar or two or 20 or a whole thousand, hammy or, or a whole hammy. Hey, I'll, I'll uh, go out for a Desa hammy, you know? Ooh, yeah. Desa hammy. Ooh, Desa yeah. hammy. <laughs> half hammy. Smoked hammy. <laughs> a hammy halfer. Is, what, um, is that five? So you'll be able to just tip us if you feel like it. Eventually we might get stickers and stuff that we could send to folks. Yeah. But and, and email us. What What's the email address again? Ironweedspod at yeah. gmail.com. Yeah. And we're on Twitter at Ironweeds. Yep. Ironweedspod. Ironweedspod. All one word. Yeah. yeah, if you have comments, suggestions, or tender confessions, email oh, us at ironweedspod at gmail.com. Yes. And, and uh, I, I tried really hard to get the podcast on all the syndication services. I, I've learned all the different places that podcasts go in order to show up in your ear yeah, hole. Yeah, thanks for doing all that wizarding. Yeah, like, it, it, David's worked very hard. Uh, well, I, it's only because I know nothing about audio editing so like i feel yeah, bad that you, both of you guys do that i don't know <laughs> you had to anything do about that so i have to do something else so uh yeah if there's and we have five... anywhere else you want the podcast to be let me know i'll upload it and this that. is only episode three and we have five five star reviews on itunes and only two of them are me and david yeah so yeah. to those three of you thank you so much we love you and instead yeah, of asking, and if one of you is my mom, thanks, mom. I love you too. <laughs> and, and, and instead of you know, like everyone asks, you know, like rate us and on iTunes, leave a leave a comment. Give I us a hammy. Yeah, give us a hammy. <laughs> I challenge you to leave us four stars with a good reason why you didn't give us that fifth oh, star. That's even better. It's more Ooh. authentic. At yeah. The very yeah. Least. Come on, tell tell us what we did wrong. Like really. Lay, lay into us. Do it. I dare you. I fucking dare you. Cowards. You I TJ Kennedy. You fucking cowards. You maddens. It's maddening. Oh my god. All right, guys. It is maddening. Thank you so much. Yep. Yeah. Bye Peace. bye. Bye bye. <laughs>